Howdy, hobos. I am so happy that you're here. You have no idea how happy I am that you're here. How could you? How could you possibly know? You haven't... You don't, you don't even know what you're in for. But you're in for a treat. Oh, man. You're in for a treat. My name is Mark. I'll be your camp host. Welcome to Hobo Safe Camp. Now, this... You're going to want to get comfortable here. This this episode of the virtual campfire is so good. You're you you want to get yourself a nice big bowl of hobo stew. You want to kick the old boots off. But you know those dogs are barking after all your travels. And sit down and and have a listen. We're going to be talking to Christina Ruff, and she. We're, I'm talking to her from. She's on her boat in Saint Thomas. She's been out at sea traveling uh, the oceans since December of last year, 2019. And it's a really interesting story of uh, this, this past year of her life and, 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 and dealing with the changes going on in the world and, and in this country even. Um, and seeing them from where she's seeing them from out at sea through social media and hearing things through friends. It's really cool. Uh, you can follow Christina on Instagram at cc underscore ruff, R-U-F-F. And I really recommend that you do because you can go follow along on her journey and you can live vicariously if that's something that you uh, wish you were doing um, through her posts. Um, and while you're on Instagram following Christina, follow me. I'm uh, at Hobo Safe Camp. Um, follow Open Lines Radio at Open Lines Radio, which is the wonderful uh, platform that this is on. And uh, check out Open, Line, Open Lines Radio online at www.openlinesradio.com. And also, really quickly, I want to say thank you to all of you who uh, donated recently to uh, Open Lines Radio. And I really had a great time uh, doing some readings. Uh, it's been a little while since I've knocked a bunch of readings out like that, but I really appreciate all of you who who donated. This is... Uh, 100% listener funded and couldn't do it without you. All right. So Christina, she's, she's out. This is kind of a weird recording because like she's in her boat in St. Thomas. And there's some places where we, we kind of lose connection. She kind of fades in and out. Um, there's some kind of a weird delay at times, which it sounds like I'm talking over and being a big jerk by not letting her finish. But like it was coming in kind of weird, especially at the end. But I think still is like, you won't even notice. I don't even think you'll notice. It's probably just me because I was in it in the moment. So we talk about a bunch of stuff. We're going to talk about uh, your spirit, our spiritual awakenings. We're going to talk about the state of the earth. We're going to talk about the, the, the future that's in store for planet earth. We're going to talk about fear. We're going to talk about lack of fear. We're going to talk about TikTok. Also, listen, follow Hobo Safe Camp on TikTok. It's a new platform. I just tried it out. I just signed up. At the time of this recording, there are no posts. I have followed nobody. I have just started. But go check out Hobo Safe Camp on TikTok. I don't know that I'll ever post anything, but be there just in case it happens. Um, so, yeah, so, like, that's kind of what this is all about and it's so cool that you get to be here with us this this is the amazing thing this is the amazing thing about technology is 
we get to have this conversation together. We all get to be together having these conversations. And Christina is in St. Thomas. I'm here in California. You are wherever you are. And here's the other cool thing about this this uh, conversation is she's in a port where you can hear the water lapping against the side of the boat. And I'm sitting here in my garage and you can hear cars driving by outside of my house. And there's this really weird combination of geographies that come together and kind of put you right there in the middle of it. It's kind of cool. It's actually, it's really cool. I'm really excited for you to listen. In fact, I'm going to shut up now. I've been just rambling on here. I'm so excited. I have so much excitement for you to hear this. I'm just, I'm, I'm it's pouring forth. So I'm going to shut up. Friends, listen, you got to pick up that tin can telephone. It goes out into the multiverse. It wraps around several stars. It comes back. It crosses the ocean. It finds Christina on her boat. She's come to shore just to talk to you. And her message is one that we all need to hear. We all can find love in each other and ourselves. So, Christina, I turn the time over to you. Ramble on. I'm just a rambling hobo. I ramble all along. I'm just a rambling hobo. I ramble all along. Ain't got no one to love me. No place to call my home. And um, COVID kind of hit while I was here. Um, I was on the boat with my fiance. We were in St. Martin and we got uh, removed from the country around the 17th. But, um, you know, in making the decision to move down, like something in my gut told me if I don't leave, ha leave home now, I may not be able to. And yeah. it just kind of cookie crumbled accordingly. But I've been out on the water mostly the entire time. And it's been, a, it's been an experience. Yeah. Water is a conductor. Yeah, I can only imagine. So how long, how long has that been? Has that been like how many months? 12. 12 months. 12 months, wow. almost wow. exactly. Wow. Or a little over 12 months. Last December. Yeah. So you've learned some things about yourself and yeah. about life, I'm sure. I'm sure you've seen some things in the night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, it seems like more and more people are on this journey of like awakening and it's, it kind of like gets more and more beautiful the more and more time progresses. But I feel like the little song and dance we were doing a decade ago is finally going mainstream and it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. But where, where are you now? So presently, so presently I'm sitting um, on our boat in Charlotte Amalie, which is like the main town of St. Thomas or the capital of like the Virgin Islands. So I'm literally sitting behind the helm. Nice. I can hear the water. Let, let me. Yeah, sorry about that. If you need me to go down below. No, no, no. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like hearing, hearing it. It, put, it, it puts me there with you. 
Okay, okay. All right, so I don't even know where to start. It's been, we, we've, we've crossed paths online so many times in so many different forms online that I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to start this thing. I think we initially crossed paths. I was on your first INI project back in 2016, and that was a really fun experience. And through the years, I feel like I've changed my online name at least a dozen times. So I go in and out of darkness. Yeah, that, that INI project, it was fun. It was, it was a lot though. It was a lot because it was like this daily thing. And um, a few people kept up and you were one of them. And that's kind of what I, when I, that INI project that we did, I, uh, you're, you're one of those, the few people that was kind of always participating in that and seemed to really uh, take it seriously and like, and open up and, and use it as an uh, uh, exercise to, um, you know, become one with everybody else participating and, and, and to share who you are and to take in who other people were. And that was cool. Yeah, that was like, honestly, one of the coolest things about it, because it wasn't necessarily what I was writing per se that I found fascinated, but what everyone else was writing and just kind of like resonating with that. Um, I found it like very, very cool. Like I even got like messages through like comments. It was nice. Yeah, and I've uh, I've considered doing it more often, but it's just I can't commit to doing it. So it's been hard for me to put something out there and expect other people to commit to doing it as well. But I, I want to do that again. I, I like I like that uh, that idea of of community. But I you know what I think I think it's changed a little bit too. People uh, people uh, don't I don't know. It's don't seem to be participating so much. I think social media has changed a little bit and people are getting away from it. I think people are like honestly just changing platforms because as I, I was stuck in Grenada on the boat for about three weeks in quarantine and I downloaded this app called TikTok and it is amazing over the past like two months what TikTok has been doing. It's just like I feel like you've been a pioneer on this like social media platform of like just the ethers, let's say. I don't know if there's a name for it, but there's just so many other like like souls popping up. I don't know if it's the social media that people are getting off of, or if they're just like shifting gears in it. And you know, maybe that's it. I was pretty late to the Instagram game coming along. It took me a little while, and I've been uh, hesitant for to to jump to TikTok just because it just seems like it's kind of marketed toward. Um, that's what the kids are on. And I kind of feel like I'd be like the old fuddy-duddy on TikTok. I feel like the old fuddy-duddy on TikTok. So please come and join me. <laughs> I mean, everyone needs direction. It's like, I don't know. Um, like the age of the guru is dead, right? It has been for some time. But it's like you see all these little gurus popping up and everyone needs like a collective like mind to help, you know? push them in the right direction if that makes sense yeah yeah i'm gonna try it I'll, i'm gonna i'll see it's, it's like videos right yeah they're i think that you're limited to like 30 seconds or a minute or something but um you know it's like an instant gratification thing i think in a sense where or not an instant gratification thing where if like you post a video and you see like videos with like a million likes and like two million views and you have like, 
like a thousand views and like maybe 20 likes. I don't know. You just have to keep with it and keep going. Yeah. I haven't really tried to find my niche on it yet. I've just been a lurker watching everyone, yeah. but it's interesting. It's funny the uh, the uh, the background of you where, where you're at. I could hear hear the water and and things going on in the harbor. And where I'm at, I guess your car's racing up and down the street. It's <laughs> just kind of this cool juxtaposition. So let me. I'm gonna. Jump, yeah. I'm gonna jump in right now. And, yang. and uh, and just look. So so in this past year. Okay. What what do you what's What's been the biggest thing you've noticed? What's been the biggest change in you? Um, what 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 what's been your takeaway from this? How have you grown? And and what how do you see the world differently? You know, I think my biggest takeaway has been the world will never go back to the way we knew it, ever. It's like it's changed. It's just changed now. Um, and oh goodness, it's like where to begin? There's so. Many things that are like just boiling out of the pot when it comes to like equality and everything else. Like I don't know how to answer that. It's just it's that's such a big question mark. Well, maybe um, maybe the better way is how a qu- better goodness. question is how. I think the biggest thing is just that the world has changed. How are you different? How are you different? What's changed in you? I feel like you know in the year of metamorphosis. I feel like I, I did not like really morph at all. I've been on like pretty much a consistent like level maybe since like 2017, 2018 since when it comes to like spiritual health. Oh, there's a storm heading in. Sorry, Mark, and oh, no. I'm boat next to us broke free. Oh no. Um, it's okay. Um, the I think the thing that has changed the most for me is just having a voice that's just disassociated from everything else growing up in dc or in the town that surrounds dc it's been it's been very um interesting because you see how people basically jump on any given bandwagon dependent on who is in office and just to see, um, you know, just all of these social issues come to light or just come to, like, be, there wouldn't be some kind of uh, thing put in place to help control the population or to hopefully, you know, with this whole conjunc- conjunction of uh, Saturn and jupiter um you know to kind of put the past like whatever energy has been going on like that's over now and we're kind of coming into like a new golden age that's been neat um i'm trying to be very specific i feel like i need to write these quite or write my answers out and then give them to you so i apologize no no it's good i'm glad to hear i'm just going off off the cuff tangent it may not all make sense but um how are you how are you getting um how are you looking into the world how are you is it is it are you is it just like bits and pieces when you come into 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 town i don't trust the news uh somewhat you know um i've never been a i've never been a person for major news sources 
you know, I, I sometimes trust them, but when 1% of the world's population has 85% of the wealth, I kind of question what the real news is or yeah. what the real story is and how much of it is propaganda that distract us from the bigger issue. Um, but I've honestly, I feel like when I was in, like being down in these islands, I've gotten the best news just because it hasn't been such an American perspective on the world. It's been a little bit more biased. So I've been getting a lot of my news just from social media and other people in other parts of the world, like posting videos of like the, uh, like the uh, riots, not riots, but uh, protests in India, like kind of calling out their like elitist system and power, you know, just from contacts that I've made on the internet over the past, you know, decade or two and just seeing what they're posting. I think that's my major source of news and that's what I trust. Oh, that's cool. It's cool to that you get it like from the actual source, from the people, from the 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 eyes on the ground, and the people who are experiencing it. Because the media does. I mean, everyone, no matter who, which side you, I guess, align with, and which media sources you watch, they they all have their agenda. They're all trying to uh, tell their their certain side of the story. So it's 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 good, and I, and I think that's one of the things that social media is is doing. One of the good, the benefits of it is it allows us to uh, see into all those things if you actually are willing to do it. I know there's a lot of people that use social media to to still, you know, consume their one side that makes them feel good about about themselves. But but it's cool that it's cool that like like you're where you're, you're not getting that and you are getting your. It's almost like you're everywhere. You know, you're not. You get to make up your own mind and and, and see the truth through other people's truths. Yeah. And I mean, they seem to be like very easy truths, you know, like equality and, you know, like clean energy. Um, They seem to be like very like um, just causes and just truths. And I feel that, that, you know, even though we are past this election, we still live or we still have a divided nation. And, you know, I as you sit there on that land stolen from the natives, I just like, I wonder what America will do next, yeah. you know? And I just feel like safe from my boat, like watching from afar, but it, it's scary. It's a, like, it's a little scary. It's not scary. It's just unknown. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just unknown. Totally. Totally. And that's, I mean, well, isn't that what, what else is there to be scared of except for the unknown? Except maybe the known. A lot of the known is scary too, I guess. <laughs> For sure, the known is way more scary than the unknown. <laughs> so much guilt. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. We as a society have gotten only so far by like the oppression of others. Right. Well, well, certain people have gotten quite far. <laughs> so I mean, I'm just I'm excited to see where the world is heading. Yeah, I get I get that feeling too. I get that feeling that it's going to be a new. Yes. It's it's there's it's got no there's no there. there's no alternative. It's either destruction or or it changes. You know, it's got to everything goes in cycles, and it's, it's time for some some good energy. Hmm. Absolutely. Like as we enter the age of Aquarius, hopefully we'll find that. Yes. Yes. It's time. It's time. So let's, uh, 
I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I know I keep going back mm-hmm. to it, but it's just because your situation is so unique. And I, I just really want to hear about uh, your life and what, what it's been like. And have you felt uh, loneliness or some sort of disconnect from humanity? Um, or are you around people enough that you haven't had that? Honestly, <laughs> honestly, Mark, I feel like I've felt like that loneliness and disconnect from society maybe since 2012. Um, and it's it's gotten progressively worse, better on the boat, just because I know I'm disconnected, but it's almost a choice to be disconnected. Where, um, you know, like surviving in on the mainland, you know, around the towns or the cities, there has been a... What's the word? There's been a, um, I don't know, like aggression, maybe. And it's very peaceful to be out of it. But loneliness, yes. You know, and I feel like I tried to combat that loneliness with a lot of astral travel, which isn't necessarily the best thing because you can't exist in other places. You like, we're here on this earth and it is a gift. And this life is why my soul chose to reincarnate in this place and time. And it, yeah, it gets difficult at times because you are so lonely and it does feel like you are up, you're up against a lot. And it's like, uh, you know, there's no peace, but the water, the water's been nice. The ocean has been nice. Um, I feel like it's been cool to only really have to interface with people if I so choose to interface but it of course it still gets very lonely very yeah. lonely yeah I, I, I feel that I feel that I and I and I get what you're saying too about you felt it since 2012 and and how I kind of feel like I'm on on a boat and and and, sep- and pulled myself out of uh, society myself and occasionally you know when I need to need supplies that <laughs> go go out into the world that's kind of what covid has been sort of a, a a blessing for some people i think just because it's given us an excuse to uh step out you know st- step back from um participating in the the rat race type i guess to say mm-hmm. that was going on and 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 I, and, I, and i feel that where where it's a rat I, race and it's almost like this uh uh, there's, it's almost like the, the loneliness is almost amplified when I step into back into a crowd, and it just seems like nobody. I just I feel like people see me more when I'm when I when I'm just kind of existing in the ethers than it's when resonating. I'm resonating. Than when I'm like out in a grocery store and and it's like, don't you see me standing here? Like, you know. Yeah, I do actually. <laughs> I do. I think we've existed for a long time and it's like run over or get run over and yeah. yeah I like that run over or get Times run over. Times are tough, but I think they're getting better. Yeah. I mean, it's true, you know, with things, because if you're not on the bandwagon, you're also the outcast, right? Yeah. If you're just the outlier. Yeah. And it almost seems like it's uh if, 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 if you're not kind of a, a, aggressive, then you're being taken advantage of. I don't know, and and, it, and and I do think it's changing. I think that is kind of that kind of is the the way it 
is, but I think that is the way it's shifting from. Mm-hmm. I'll have to agree with you there, sir. So tell me, what's the what's the uh, the craziest thing you've seen in the last year when you've been out on the water? Or what's the most amazing thing? I saw some killer whales sailing from St. Thomas to Grenada. Um, I didn't realize it was such a cool thing until I researched it. We were only, I think, like the 152nd sighting in the past 200 years for killer whales in the Caribbean. And it was a whole family that uh, came up to the boat, like at least three calves and four or five adults. And that was really killer. Like, that that was epic. It was cool. Nice. Um, Killer whales were awesome. Yeah, and it's like, uh, it's also given me, like, hope in humanity again, because we're all kind of out here on our vessels, like, getting beaten up by Mother Nature. And, like, humans are still very kind. You know, they want to be liked. They, you know, like, people still want to do what's right in their brains. You know, and it's like, it's been nice. It's kind of restored my faith in humanity to an extent. Because people are just people, after all. I guess, I, how many how many people are out there how many people are, are do you come across people all the time or is it kind of every once in a while you know since it used to be every once in a while but since covid hit and people um, haven't been able to travel it's just there's been so many um you know it's like you i hear about all these people like selling all of their possessions and getting a van and like driving across like the continental United States, Canada, Mexico, but it's it's almost yeah. People are just like selling their possessions, buying boats, and just sailing the world um, now. So there's been there's been a lot, lot of people since COVID hit. Not so many before, but it's very interesting. It's almost like being in a trailer park on the water because you go onto an anchorage that would literally have like maybe one other boat last season or in 2019 2020 and now you go there and it's like it's just literally like a a boat could not pull another boat could not pull into this anchorage it's like so intense how how uh Um, how how long do you usually go out at a time so we are sailing for 20 days out of the month we come to st thomas to reprovision and we're here for about a week and then we go back out again. Okay. Um, we have been limited with the uh, the COVID and just where to travel since March. You know, they shut Puerto Rico down to boaters. And most people have been limited to the USVI. But um, the British Virgin Islands, they're still shut down. But if you get into the Dutch and French islands, they are open. So how long? How long do you think? Are you? Do you think you're ever going to come back to the mainland? How long? How long are you going to be? Is is this? How long do you think you'll be out there? Is this? Is this your life now? Definitely not. You know, we're all evolving and changing. You know, we always grow. This is just where I needed to be for this time in my life. But um, you know, I, I've been doing it about, about a year. Let's say maybe another year or two. I don't know. Um, it will at least be another year or two before we leave the Caribbean. 
um, and sail, we can sail out of it just with day jobs and such. Um, but you know, I don't know if I can really truthfully answer that just because tomorrow could have something right, come up right. and it could shift me completely. No, that's good. It's good to just have loose to take plans. Just day by day and, you know, do my best at it. Yeah. No, if you try to make a, a plan for life, it really never will work out just because life has its own agenda. So I feel like I've just um, really uh, just digressed and surrendered to life. It's like, wherever you want to take me, life, I'm here. Like, <laughs> I will follow you. I will stop trying to be in control. Was that, is that, what's your, where are you spiritually right now? Is that, are you just, are, are you just trusting the universe and trusting source? Or do you have some kind of, uh, more, something structured that you subscribe to? You know, like, I don't think that you can just entirely put your trust in source because, like, faith without action is dead, you know? If you have yeah. no... It's like it's just this faith with no action. Like you have to be doing something, but it, it's really like whatever. Like I prescribe to, it's just what works for me. Um, so I think it's just finding that in everyone else. Like just finding what works for each person, and everyone just needs to start listening to their gut, and not each other. What? So so I, I like what you said there about. Um faith without action and you've obviously taken action and followed your gut or do you have um family members and friends who think you're crazy and wonder what you're doing or have you, has, has everyone you've known been pretty supportive you know it's it's very interesting because i want to say when i had my little spirit awakening everyone thought i was crazy but since I was like, okay, guys, I'm just sailing out in the middle of the ocean. Everyone's been very supportive and very happy. I don't know if it's like they want to get me out of their hair. And they're like, oh, this is good. And she's like not here on the scene making bad <laughs> comments that we have to deal with. Um, like, like, I don't know. But it's been, it's been fun. I'm trying. Uh, spiritually, you know, like uh, 2012, like my father passed away. And I, I kind of had an eye open when he left this plane. And since then, it's, it's definitely been a journey, but this has been one of the easier parts of the journey. What, what did you realize once you left this plane? What was it that, that changed for you? That um, I kind of like, so for me, it was just kind of like an extra sensory perception that opened um just knowing that like in this space and time is just in this space and time but like time is infinite and it does not travel in a straight line <laughs> just that we exist kind of everywhere and at like the same time i don't know just like infinite possibilities of like the same thing happening on maybe like a million different like uh, uh stages and we're all doing the same thing with like little tiny things um that are different you know and it's i don't know it's almost like we are just living this life over and over again until we get it right that's what changed for me like i don't know it's just like i i kind of stopped drinking the kool-aid of organized religion realizing that it was invented to control the masses 
and everything I had been taught may not be the truth. So, and I definitely pushed myself to get there. Um, yeah, un- unlearning is uh, a painful I think that process. People are also pushing themselves to get there with different ceremonies. Well, it's like I don't know. Like we volunteered for this pain, you know. Like it's something very like something very special in this pain of being a human that I don't quite understand fully, but I know it is like it is like like I feel blessed to be in this human body in this life at this time. Um, don't know what it is. We all have to define it ourselves, maybe. What is the, uh, what's the scariest thing that you've, that's happened in the last year? I mean, are, are you, you're clearly, you're human, so you, there must be some kind of fear. Are there things that, that you're scared of um, now or while you're out there? Is it, has this year helped you, like, n- not be afraid of things? Because I, I, I don't know, that seems like it would be kind of a scary thing to be out on the water 20 days of the month. That's so funny you ask that question about fear because people think I'm crazy because I don't experience it. Like, of course, like, there are innate things in me that tell me I'm afraid, like, heights make me scared. But, like, being out of the water, on the water, it has not been scary at all. Like, I have always known it'll be, like, all copacetic. Um, the scariest thing, maybe, has been being seasick. Or not the mo- the scariest, but the most uncomfortable thing right. is being like seasick, getting beaten up by the sea for five days at a time, not being able to use the bathroom because you could literally die. You have to just piss yourself, you know. And there were boats that left a day before us that got caught up in the same weather that like are no longer, you know, the boat and the people aboard, and like that has been surreal. It's been very surreal, but not scary. Like, I don't know if that's just because I'm a crazy person. I'm like, everyone has a number. When my number is up, I'll get there. But it's like, until my number is up, like, I'm just here existing. Um, But, like, nothing's been scary. Um, The only thing that's been overwhelming has literally been the world. The world has been scary. But I feel like I've been very at peace here just getting beaten up by mother nature and not all the people on shore <laughs> that's cool that's good see we're just i'm i'm i'm, I'm I, I know this has been your life so it's probably boring to answer these these questions but you're you're kind of the opposite uh, as me because i have this I don't, I don't know if it's a fear but i just don't really care for the water I, I ever since i was a little kid and i had a terrible experience with swimming lessons is what i can as far as i can take it back to but like, I don't really like. I don't mind being on a boat, but I don't really like even like. I like going to the ocean, but not in the ocean. I like going to a lake, but not in the lake. I, I don't know what it is. Um, I just like to have my feet on. I'm just. I'm uneasy and um, and and anxious until I'm back on on solid ground. So it's it's really interesting for me to hear somebody who, and I and I, and I know you're not the only person. I know there's so many people that are more comfortable on the water but it's just it's just it's cool to me to know that we kind of we have like similar beliefs in 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 the spirit and our spiritual selves and and i and i know just from doing uh i and i project with you that we have similar beliefs and we think the same but 
just where and, and who knows what it can be attributed to, but like just how different we are physically. Where like I have no like that sounds fun for maybe a week, but I don't do not want to be out in a storm on the water. Well, every storm passes, Mark. You know. <laughs> And you can ground your energy to the ocean floor if you get seasick. Like, you can still, like, get that. I think that's, like, the main thing with people is that they are used to grounding their energy. And when they're on the sea, they can't ground it anymore. Um, I don't know. I grew, like, I grew up on an island. And I maybe that helped. But it had, like, life is scary and the world is scary. <laughs> And it's like I just removed myself almost from life in the world. And it's been okay. I can't say that, like, I'm doing magical things out here because I'm not. But um, I'm doing something. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what it is yet. But I think that's, but that's when the magical things happen is when you don't quite know what you're doing. <laughs> but also, also, I love that metaphor of grounding to the ocean floor and just how that can be taken into pretty much all things in life because, you know, usually water is uh, attributed to emotion and and when you're on rocky emotions you can always ground yourself to the ocean floor and uh, I like that I like that analogy I'm gonna I'm gonna steal that yeah no please steal it you don't even have to cliff note me or like Christina note me but it's also like um so like I've learned it since I've been on the water like how much of a conductor it is so it's like whatever you're feeling is really just gonna magnify back to you or whatever the ethers want you to feel, it. That's kind of been like a growth experiment for me. Have Have you felt yourself able to maybe even connect better with other people, um, maybe who even aren't there, but you can just you know get a sense because it's it's conducting just across the water where you wouldn't need, you don't even know where it's coming from. It's just other people's energy is is coming at you. Yes, man. Like more so here than on land. Definitely. Like, the senses have been amplified. That's just with life, though. You know, it's just, it's. E I think it's easier out here, even though water is an inductor, because it's like, you know it's not you. Where if you're, like, in a huddled environment with, like, a million other people, you may not know that's not you. But, it, I mean, there is truth to the, like, yes, yes. <laughs> that does happen, but it's easier to decipher what is mine and what is not mine. Right, right, right. I get that. I get that. What, uh, what, what do you, so, so you, you, what you talked about a little earlier about how it, how it, it gets lonely and, and how just even in just in life, uh, there's kind of been this loneliness. What are, the mechanisms you use to to cope with that that might help um, people who are just coming into you know feeling a disconnect because like like we you like we're saying there there's there's a change coming and, and there are a lot of people that we may be you may be a step or two ahead of where in in 2012 to now the you've been going through an awakening us. yeah okay so yeah right so what what about people who who are where you were 10 years ago to like, how, how are you how have you how have you how, how have you made it this far without <laughs> losing your mind i bring i bring all the attention back to myself and i ask myself where i reside 
And that's helped a lot, is I just bring all my attention back to myself. Instead of getting upset, I just look at my own actions, my own, like, thoughts. Thoughts are huge. Like, a thought is everything. You know, like, I don't think people put enough weight on the energy of words and thoughts. But I, I just bring all the focus back to myself. And I ask, or I realize what I am doing and what is my part. And if I have no part, then it may be something that I may need to feel just to feel it, to have empathy in this human experience. But I, I just the energy of focusing it back to myself in love. All with love, of course. Yeah, I think that's important is, is, is finding My love for yourself. My only recommendation would be to meditate. How do you, how do you meditate? Because I've been, that's, that's something I've always struggled with, but something I've been seriously looking into lately is, is uh, so what, what's your, your preferred meditation? What do you do? So I, for my preferred meditation is I kind of just lie. I don't sit. I lie. I try to get as comfortable as possible. And I feel areas in my body that feel tight. And it's very interesting with like Ayurvedic medicine and Reiki, how you can identify different parts in your body is feeling stress and what those correlate to your emotions. So that's a different podcast. But um, for me, I just like try to feel it and then give it to not God, right? Because I think God was just an alien, but I just try to give it to the like higher energy to deal with. And I focus on my breath. And with each breath, I try to like release whatever that feeling is I feel in my body. And once you get your body worked out, then it's almost like I feel or once I get my body worked out I feel my crown open and this like life energy like coming through my crown down through my entire body through my feet and it almost like um, anchors me to whatever land I'm at and it's like I just feel this like surge of energy rushing through my body that's like getting rid of all the free radicals of uh, feeling and it's been nice Um, I think that prayer is also a very important thing. I say prayer, but I also mean prayer in the word that it is uh, meditation, where when you have a thought, you can't let that like linger or fester in you. You have to release it. You have to like give it your energy to release it. Um, I like I was working with crystals for a long, long time out on the water. I don't have those like I can't I couldn't bring all my crystal babies with me. And, but it's been very, um, it's been very, uh, what is the word to use? Like, it hasn't been, like, alleviating not to have, like, carry this, like, two-ton case of crystals with me. But it's been, it's been freeing. Very freeing. Oh, that's interesting. Also, diet, right? Yes. Like, I think that's... So many of the things that we like eat and process through our body are like not that best, like not the best for us at all. And I'm not even talking about like the food content, nutrition content. I'm talking about the energy content and what went into like processing these foods for our bodies to like ingest. Like that's not all always good. Like whatever process it is, like you're an avocado farmer. Like that's awesome. Like please grow all of your delicious like non like. Uh, 
what's the word non like energy like avocados for people to eat because it's like you need to eat an avocado and it's like oh it's just an avocado or sometimes i don't think like there is like a correlation to like the hoodoo voodoo of energy and food like there's it's like there is like something to everything right 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 i like that i like you know and and uh, this is gonna i'm gonna you said that um, you look at God as an alien. I want to talk about that for a minute. Okay. So, so, are you, so, do you you think that when these uh, the uh, the phenomenon that people were ascribing to as God in prehistoric times or early history weren't necessarily the supernatural um, events of that? that God was taking place, but we're extraterrestrial life. 98.9% of the time, 98.9% of the time. Yes. I believe in my core that they have been ET. When you think about all of the pyramids kind of running on the same meridian line. And do you think about earth, as a experiment for so earth what i what i've been told is that earth is like one of the or erath erath rock is like one of the last inhabitable inhabitable planets in like a lot of multiverse like we're one of four out of a multiverse where where this is a sustainable like habitable planet and like there are things that feed off our, I feel I feel silly saying this all out, but there are things that feed off of our energy that literally give them life, and it is God or what we call God or humans call God or the many forms of God, which is just like one dude or like one of a dozen alien races that I could name. There are probably more, but it's it's trippy almost. Yeah, yeah. It's very trippy. Yeah. It's just it's it's just not it's not silly. I I we a lot of people believe that. I believe that. Um, it's just it's just interesting to to know how to see how how people have used God um, for for so many uh, uh, of their own. You know, just as as, as the the way the, the means to their end and and the way to manipulate. And uh, I don't. That almost seems more silly than than what you're talking about no because it's like god has been used for a millennia maybe or t two millennia to like really um control the masses and i that's what i think is so beautiful about like the time of now is that like there's no kind of like energy restrictions to control the masses and we are finally like using our energy to manipulate our own destiny um like, what's the old history term? And it's, like, in American history, like, that your, like, AP class in high school defined it best, like, manifest destiny. Yeah. But it's, like, that's kind of what we're doing now. And I only say that maybe as an American because I took that history class. But, like, that's kind of what we're doing now with, like, our society. And I don't see it changing in the next hundred years, but this is the beginning of it changing in the next however so many years. Right, and I, I feel bad for the Earth 
But but you can see the earth. The earth's going to have a time of healing. It's just a matter of she is living and breathing. <laughs> yes, yes, and there's a time of healing coming. I think there's just this older generation that is kind of standing in the way that has control of the resources. But when you look at the younger generations coming up, that they have no interest in um, controlling the earth for their own benefit. It's you, you can see how how the youth are. are going to step up and, and take things over once the uh, the older generation is no longer around to uh, squeeze them <laughs> and squeeze life out of this place. I am so proud. I am so proud of the younger generation for what they're doing thus far. The younger generation is about no bullshit, literally. And I like literally have to give these like younger gen genos props because they've been doing really good like they have M much better than my generation like i think you and i are both millennials oh. but uh whatever comes next like that's like that's a good place like i'm the i'm the i'm the tail end of gen x so we my generation literally has done nothing <laughs> so gen z if you're gen x i am a millennial and then there is gen z correct i believe so I don't know how it all works. There's, I don't know what they're calling the new one. That's I can't keep up. I just okay. call them the kids, so, the youth, <laughs> the, the the bright light in the at the end of the tunnel. The kids. <laughs> what are the kids into these days? No, they're actually they're actually doing pretty well. Like I'm proud of them. I wish I would have reincarnated with those guys, not in my time. But that's another story. Well, they're gonna have their own. They're doing good. They're gonna have their own issues. They've they've. It, it, turning turning this uh, this the devastation of the past two millennia around is is not going to be easy. It is where their soul chose to reincarnate in this space and time. Like they took it on, you did not. I may have not, but like they did, and it, it's like whatever they're doing, it's good. Like they are about like no bullshit. It's kind of nice to have to like hear them call people out like in a very real and yeah they're very real and it may just be because may just be because they are young but i will have more faith in the humankind yeah yeah this has been a cool conversation um i'm glad we were able to finally hook up yes it's been a great conversation when the rambling days are over And the gambling days are through When the rambling days are over And the gambling days are through If you tell me that you love me I'll be coming back to you. To you. All right, right on.